Hello, all resistance fighters and first order troopers. Welcome to the Deconstructed Podcast Network's special in-depth coverage episode of Disney Deconstructed Star Wars Edition. On today's show, we will be discussing all the new Star Wars news that has been circling the galaxy within the last couple weeks. Essentially, that means the rise of Skywalker trailer, the final one, and the second Mandalorian trailer, which I assume is going to be the last one. And later, we'll do some deep theorizing about the future of Star Wars under Disney so yeah, I'm Lane Calder. I'm here with my good friend Jake Moody. As always. As always, Spencer could not join us today. Not unfortunately. As he's yeah, he's Spencer's out. Spencer's out of here. He's out being spooky at, at the park. He's probably working. Yeah, I have <laughs> to assume. He's at he's at the Disney parks mm-hmm. and got that got that important spooky day job, you know? Yeah. Uh but us, we are gonna be doing some fun theorizing about uh these trailers and there's a lot this. to talk about because oh this, will, this is literally the last show i think we're going to do in a pre-mandalorian world yes actually yeah, isn't that yeah. crazy because we are 12 days away from the launch of uh-huh. disney plus as we record this um, so which means the next episode we'll be talking about the first episode which is so sick that's insane to me my goodness yeah <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to do some planning behind the scenes about how we want to talk about each episode and that sort yeah, of thing. Because I, I assume that we'll probably do something of the sort. Um, yeah. So stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk about Rise of Skywalker first. Apologies mm-hmm. in advance if you hear some clicking around of mouses and whatnot. We have the trailers <laughs> up in front of us as, and we're kind of going to be going through them. Yeah, it um, shouldn't be that bad though. Nah, as as we uh, talk, so just to kind of jog our memories a bit. So talking about the Rise of Skywalker trailer that premiered now 10 days ago. Crazy. Um, time goes fast. The one that was, to clarify, it was the final trailer, but the one that was on the Monday Night Football game. Yeah. The C-3PO scene. Yeah. Awful game. One. Great trailer. I don't remember the game. It was the Bears? I don't even remember. Yeah, 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 oh no, even... it was on. It was in the Jets game. Oh my yeah, god! I guess man. I blocked it out of my memory. I thought Jesus you were. Christ. I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, Jake, I literally forgot. Jake is a big time Jets fan. For yeah, all those who don't know, horrendous. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Anyways, uh, awful game. Great trailer. Um, yeah. So it starts out with the jungle sounds, mm-hmm. and then Ray uh, running through the forest drops what I what looks like the training helmet. You know. Yeah, from Luke. Yeah, like back and in then, the back, and back then, in the boom, day, and she like knocks the little laser or whatever. Yeah, the, you yeah, know, yeah, Blaster yeah. thing. That's such like a fun touch. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't. Star Wars is never really supposed to be that dramatic and serious. There, every single movie, even the prequels, which are you know widely considered not that great, they always have like kind of a goofy and interesting tone to it. So I really yes. like that in the. You know, we're sticking with that, like right from the get go on this really important trailer. Yeah, I love it like a lot of texture. Oh, yeah. I love the cut as she jumps over that massive mm-hmm. uh, that I guess. Um, what do you ravine, call it? Canyon, ravine. whatever yeah, it is. I, it looks like a ravine um, <laughs> I, over that massive ravine. It cuts to her jumping through. I what I have to assume is the Death Star remains. um as she lands on some wreckage and uh, just kind of, you know, showing how far this character has come. 
<laughs> from when she was jumping around on the desert planet situation. Yeah, jump, jumping around, right. climbing on the wreckage of the Star Destroyers. Uh, clearly reminiscent of that. And then we get we get some Finn. We, we get yeah. some Finn talking about the Force. Um, I'm going to pull up some subtitles. With the most ridiculous binoculars, by the way. My first thought when I saw that, it's like, let's get binoculars, but try to make them look Star Wars, which I guess is yeah. just putting two other lenses under the lenses. There, uh, <laughs> there was a meme, I don't know if you saw it, where he... Uh, it's it's you know after he removes them they someone added two more eyes that's so above, funny like, yeah. above his mouth uh-huh. uh but yeah he he says the force brought us together um music builds <laughs> and uh ray is running through the forest um poe is talking saying that they're not alone um in some sort of hangar lando's sitting there um then we get Rose. Rose is in it. And as as Poe is giving that nice voiceover. And then uh, we get the first ever also the also in that same shot of Rose. We also get the first shot of uh, what what's his name? The guy that was in uh, Lord of the Rings, I think. Oh, um, the, yeah. In the movie. Mm-hmm. You know who I I'm know talking about? Name. Yeah, I know who exactly you're talking about. I don't know his name. But yeah, yeah but he's in the background saying he's, whatever he's saying. Yeah, he's officially a resistance uh character. Um yeah. I think some people thought that he would be a first order person. I mm-hmm. personally thought that maybe he was gonna be a knight of ren or something. Turns out he's a resistance fella. Um so he's standing there behind Rose. Yeah, we're uh, super gonna have to bring up the Knights of Ren stuff because I'm like st- really confused on all of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's something else. Uh yeah. cause because some news came out that we'll have to talk about later mm-hmm. um if we get around to it. Yes. And um then we get some shots of Poe and Finn and Chewie as a as a uh, starship takes off. It looks like the same starship that Leia the, used back in yeah. A New Hope. What's it called? The Corvette? The Cor- the Corellia? I think it's... It has a very specific oh, name. It sounds I, like a car. Like I a Corvette, s- I swear. Yeah, it's very similar to that, mm-hmm. if not the same. Yeah. Whatever. So that... Take do you think that's Yavin, by the way? What um, planet I don't, this is? I don't think so. I I want to say they already confirmed the name, but I'm not really sure. But yeah, I think I, think, I right. think it's all new planets. Yes, um, but it's probably considering it's the last one in this trilogy. It's supposed to be reminiscent of Endor, kind of. Yeah, like it'll so, probably be the same shtick. Yeah, and I have certain theories about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, that I kind of want to get into. Yeah, uh, super. Yeah, I I am. <laughs> I guess just to say it right off the bat, obviously super excited for this, for Mandalorian, for everything Star Wars. However, I'm just excited about it. And like the trailer looks really cool. You, on the other hand, have theories and opinions and this and that and the other, which <laughs> I'm just here to receive all of that, essentially. <laughs> so you're I'm here for, super here for it. <laughs> you're the cardboard cutout that I'm going to talk at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so then we have our, our shot of this water planet. Um and Ray is is standing there in the Death Star wreckage, yeah, and with, with with saber drawn, and then then we get Kylo walking out of the shower. Um, <laughs> yeah, we think that really is 
the Death Star. I mean, I, I don't know what else it could be. <laughs> it is like now. A, well, remember in the first trailer, they're walking towards it, and it was clearly the Death Star. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's such an interesting direction to take this movie. They did confirm the name of this planet, and it okay. is not Endor. Oh. Um, I, God, I can't remember the name of it right Whatever. now. But it, um, but it is not Endor. Mike, my personal theory is that because uh, I know that Endor, the forest moon, is like the moon, one of the right. moons of the planet of Endor. Planet. Uh-huh. And that planet is also named Endor. But I think the planet Endor has like nine moons or some shit. And okay. uh, so I think that it's definitely possible, dep- based on like where the Death Star blew up, you know, that uh, this is just one of Endor's other moons. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be in that general area because it blew up right over the thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, then we get this weird ice area. It kind of... It, it looks it, so it, cool. I mean, it must be it a looks new planet. So cool. yeah. it, it looks like if Cloud City froze over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... Um, do you think that it's floating or or it's, it's like a really... Do you know what I'm saying? Like that bottom half is a reflection or is it... I mean, that's clearly... That's just the planet. I don't really know. I... Because obviously they're in space somehow because mm-hmm. there's TIE fighters. Yeah, but, that's true. And uh, also it doesn't look exactly like it's like a copy paste. It looks different on the bottom versus the top. So yeah. maybe that is just the full planet or something going on. Who knows? Actually, I want to... I want to say in the original Star Tours, they fly into like an ice cave. They do. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just saying. That's That's canon. I'm pretty sure. Them flying into the ice cave in Star Tours is, uh, and this is on like the behind the scenes of The Last Jedi, is actually where Ryan Johnson got his idea for flying through that crystal cave in The Last Jedi. Which is awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. then we get Emperor Palpatine's throne, all spiky looking. So crazy. And that's the first time in movie form that we've seen that, right? Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that originally was a piece of concept art by one of the concept artists for, yeah. I believe it was Return right. of the Jedi. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, that, that surfaced on Twitter real quick after this mm-hmm. premiered. Which is awesome. That's um, such a cool callback. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, so yeah, this is the first time we're seeing it on film, actually. Mm-hmm. And then we get uh, we get the Emperor's voice talking about you know, uh, long have I waited? Now that you're coming together, it's going to be your undoing type thing. Um, we see a star destroyer breaking through ice. Yeah, it's like, crazy. I guess it was underwater or some shit. That's wild. Yeah, we're gonna have to get to that because I've seen some theories on Twitter about that fleet. Of Star Destroyers yeah. that's been waiting around, I guess. Um, then re- then we get a whole fleet of resistance ships, just ships from every era of Star Wars. It looks awesome. And oh my god, I just real I just noticed this at, in that uh looking at this screenshot, if you yeah. if you're looking at the screenshot of all those ships with um the falcon, the, the falcon right in the front if oh, you look the... Bel- below the falcon to the mm-hmm. left you can see a ship that looks like the ship from the mandalorian <laughs> oh my bit. god yeah look at that yeah that's wild yeah that's crazy i've never noticed that 
Wow. Okay, cool. And supposedly <laughs> somewhere right. in here is, is Ghost, right, from, from Rebels? Uh, I haven't heard that, but I believe it. Oh, yeah. I I, I heard it. I, I couldn't see it. And I actually did watch a good chunk of Rebels. Also, the Falcon has its, like, dish back, which I guess flung off in a previous movie. But they put it yeah, back. Yeah, so in, that was a whole thing, was that, I mean, it's uh, in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. In Return of the Jedi, Lando is flying it, and a, the dish gets knocked off. And okay. then... Um, at the beginning of The Force Awakens, oh. it, it has a square dish instead of a round dish. Really? Yeah. But so then, it, because it Landis replaced. in this movie, you think he, he put back the original one? I mean, maybe. I honestly didn't notice that they had changed it. Ah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I only saw after the fact on screenshots. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. In the cockpit for a split second. They're in the cockpit. Uh, Ray's got a little smile. Chewie's uh, in the co-pilot seat. Uh, the other boyos are coming in. <laughs> um, then we've got this epic fight scene. A little clip from it, and then, and then Emperor Palpatine's like, "This is your undoing." Ray is flying through this like water i think it's ray i don't know people are like theorizing about this but it's a crazy uh, looking boat going through like the extremely choppy water yeah water speeder or something going through this water and then it tilts up to show like all this wreckage the wreckage of the death star it looks so cool Mm -hmm. um and then we've got 3po uh the the scene that everyone's like theorizing about is 3po gonna die and then behind him to the right, they've got that battle droid from episode one. Which is awesome. But first things first, the like puppet practical effects thing that's like drilling away at the back of C-3PO's head. So, so cool looking. So, so cool. old school Star Wars. That was yeah. what I thought was the coolest part of that scene, obviously, until you start hearing his dialogue. Yeah. And that new small droid with BB-8, the one that's got like the big head. Yeah. Is that from the new video game? Like the the EA game, or am no, I completely I think, off? Uh, I think the one from Jedi Fallen Order has legs. Oh yeah, you might be right. Um, but it I mean, looks... I would assume it's not the same. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I doubt that game is going to connect with the movies hardcore. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I mean, it looks familiar though. I they look similar, like yeah. in the heads do at least. Uh, then three POs like oh, taking one last look at my friends. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if we uh, talk about that. A lot of people also, are instantly jump to him dying. I don't know. I mean... I personally don't think a, so. It's a heartfelt moment nonetheless. Yeah. And then running through, blasting, got some Leia, hugging Ray. Sad. Then uh, desert chase scene. Then some space shit. <laughs> Horses running on Death's Death Star Destroyers. Yeah, actually, one of my favorite parts of any Star Wars movie ever is when they're space horses. I really love space and horses, and Canto Bite is actually one of my favorite scenes oh, yeah? in all of Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, totally, dude. And then we we see the throne room, and it Boom. looks so cool. We got Rey across the room from Kylo. Um... And Just like got, Luke and his father. Yeah. Back in the old school movie. 
just across the room from each other. God, this um, movie is going to be so cool. Finn running across the wreckage, yelling Ray. Um, in the same in the same exact like style that he yelled Ray while he was running in the Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, then we've got that weird shot of Kylo with his helmet on and Ray destroying what looks like the the helmet of Vader, and Ray's holding a a, a blade like a dagger. Oh Did, wait, what? Yeah. Really. Did you ever, like, dive into that? No, I mean, I just assumed she used her lightsaber. She's, like, God. holding something? Oh, in yeah, her, look at that. In her other hand, yeah. she's holding a dagger. Yeah, it looks and like a it. Lot of, a lot of people are saying that they think that's the dagger of Mortis, which has go, gone into a bit in the Clone Wars. I don't know anything about that. Mm. Um, I mean, maybe. Who knows? Uh, quick shot of Finn and... Uh, Poe and C-3PO. Then we've got more space horses running on <laughs> Star Destroyers. Dude, how are they breathing in space? Dude, how are they doing that? Honestly. I don't think they're in space. I think they might be like in like uh, in the atmosphere of some planet or something. Yeah, I mean, they have to be. Uh, and then we've got Kylo next to something, and then he walks towards something. And then we've got Rey clearly looking at Palpatine as Palpatine laughs and he's like hooked up to something. Yeah. And then Luke says, the force will be with you. Leia says always as Ray looks towards the camera and then that's it. That's the trailer. Uh, mm -hmm. What so, do you think? I, well, I mean, okay. A couple things jump out to me. How do you want to do this? Go. I, I guess know. just go. Let's just go through with what, we we uh theorize the first okay. thing um here's the thing i want to talk about yeah. i want let's just tackle the c3po thing right away okay yeah i think it would be it's way too much information to just kill this guy or to end the character in the trailer so then my my thinking is oh what if they he has to like sacrifice some bit of him so he's still alive but he doesn't remember any of the adventures he went on but that's pretty much what l3 did in solo she like updates her or whatever like uploads her hard drive into the falcon so yeah. we literally just saw a droid do that so who knows and where are they in what kind of like droid depot do they have the old uh, battle droids in the background and things like that but i'm sure you no, at least a little bit more than me. Also, no red arm, which is no red something. arm. Yeah. Uh, my theory is that because there was also a picture released of mm. if you if you look at the the shot of all of them looking at three PO the the, the red eyes the character on the left. Um, oh who's yeah, like, yeah. Who's like a little bounty hunter or something? Um, yeah. Played by oh god, what's her name? She was in the Americans. Great, uh, really great actor. Uh, and I have no idea, but it's that new. She's got a really cool look. Looks like the Rocketeer or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, I was that thinking is. that too. Um, but yeah, really great actress, and um, I'm really excited to see what she does in this movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think she like knows Poe somehow or some sort of backstory. And right. um, but. They meet on this planet, I think, 
or I assume, and there's a picture of her, I think from Variety, holding this sort of circular disc, and it's golden, and it kind of looks like it'd fit into the back of C-3PO's head. I see what you're saying. And some of the folks on online and on on the Reddits and whatnot are saying that uh, maybe that allows C-3PO to reaccess his memories. Remember, he gets his memory wiped at the... Him and R2 get their memories wiped at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. So, you know, I'm saying maybe he gets to access his memories and revisit those. Oh, um, that'd be cool. And, and he, remember the prequel era stuff? Exactly. And then he oh. gets to be the storyteller to this new group of heroes about what happened and um, kind of warn them about things and tell them and basically just tell them the story. And that's why he would say, take one last look at my friends. He's talking about Anakin and Obi-Wan, you know? Mm. He's not talking about these new schmucks, you know? You are... A hundred percent correct. That's that's exactly what must be going on in that scene, which is awesome. Yeah. That sounds really yeah. cool. I mean, uh, well, this is a side conjecture, but we will probably get to it at some point. Um, just yesterday, I think Hayden Christensen had like a whole ass photo shoot in Galaxy's Edge. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, and and he's been a supposedly coming to more and more of like Star Wars events and conventions and things. So this boy's got to be in the movie. Obviously, he's not going to be a main character, but I think it'll be there some some way, somehow. This is obviously yeah. the end of the Skywalker saga, so it's got to tie everything up in a nice, neat bow. Um, and you don't just ignore those three whole movies. So yeah. that would be a great and really interesting way to like... But I don't know in what context do they need to remember things from back then. You know what I mean? That's the big question. Right. I think. And also uh, why let's say he is talking about Anakin, Obi-Wan, Princess Amidala and all those people. Oh, when would he when was like their I don't remember episode 3 that much. But when was their like final farewell? Was something specific happening? I think C3PO was there um like he might have been on the ship on Mustafar, but right. maybe not. He was definitely with um, with Padme when Anakin left to go to Mustafar. Okay. So, and then, you know, R2 was with Anakin through the, all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does make, it does make tons of sense because they have the the battle droid in the background so that's clear like context clues of you know jogging it must be i don't know what where the hell they are it doesn't necessarily matter but just the fact that that thing is there you know just the context clue of it visually tying it up with whatever narratively is going on with the old school movies and that would be a really cool thing because i do remember his memory getting wiped and that was like always something kind of silly that they were yeah. there the whole time, but they they just didn't remember all of these crazy. Or maybe R two did R two get us wiped as well? Yeah. Mm. Well, regardless, that'd be awesome. So that's probably totally what's going to happen. Yeah, try to wrap up the the plot mm-hmm. holes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. What what a what next do we want to address? Um. Something that the my first thought when the trailer ends was no dark ray. No double-bladed nope. red lightsaber ray. 
So that must have been a very quick, like, you know, vision, dream sequence type thing. Similar yeah. to when Luke was wearing the Darth Vader stuff, and I think episode six. That was episode five, five. in the cave. Five, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, you know, from the first trailer, the teaser or whatever that was, that's like, oh my God, what what if the script flips and Ben Solo ends up being the good guy and Rey somehow turns out to be the big bad and she's been under Palpatine's control this whole time and da 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 But with this final trailer coming out, it seems to be that that must be a, a quick throwaway scene that's just like something cool happening. Yeah, Not a throwaway I don't know. scene, I mean, but you know, something along those lines. I've always assumed that that was most likely a vision of some sort, either yeah. by Kylo or Rey, mm. you know, by one of the two of them, about like a possible outcome. And right. maybe that is a catalyst of some sort that causes the, one of them to take action, mm-hmm. um, much like you know, for Luke in episode five. Yeah, I'm with you. But but other than that, I'm I'm not really sure. I for that it's like kinda a wait and see thing, you know? Yeah, but I just think it is telling that it's not in it's very actively not in this trailer. Yeah, clearly they still have a connection because Ray has that whole part where she's like, um, everyone says that they know me, but they don't. And then Kylo walks out of the shower and he says, <laughs> but I do. Yeah. Um, so that I, I mean, clearly they're still connected in some sort of way. Um, I think they said that the force bond things are still going to be happening. Cool. Um, those were really fun bits of, of the last those movie. Were, those were, that was, all of that was definitely my favorite part of the last Jedi was seeing them interact. Yeah. Um, and that Did we see the last Jedi together? No. Uh, no, I saw it here in okay. Boston. Anyways, um, the other thing that is kind of just a larger picture for me, at least, of this movie is obviously the pair. I mean, it's not a specific thing. It's a large picture. It's uh, this movie is. You know, like I just said two seconds ago, it has a lot of things to do. It has to end this like decades long story that's like captured the imagination of everybody forever. You know what I mean? Right. And obviously a much smaller scale, but that's a very similar thing that Endgame had to do. You left off on this crazy movie with Infinity War and it's like, well, now what? You have like 20 movies of lore to wrap up in the end. And obviously it worked out great. And I super, super duper loved that final action sequences with everybody else where it looks, you know, Captain America standing right up against Thanos and it looks like it's one-on-one. He's gonna, you know, I'll do this all day that whole shtick and then the portal opens and everybody comes and it's that great awesome scene at the end i'm a tiny bit worried that this movie maybe i'm just remembering endgame so fondly and i'm thinking oh star wars is gonna have to do something like that because that's the only option but that scene with the falcon falling into frame with all of the rinky dink ships from all over the galaxy and and all of these this you know the the group of resistance and the spark flames the fire and everybody's going to catch on and have this big civil war and the and the resistance is going to overthrow the first order and the empire it just literally looks 
the same. Like, I mean, like, I can imagine a world where there's a million Star Destroyers, Palpatine has just given a monologue, and the only people left are whoever is in the Falcon, whether it be Rey or Poe and Finn, or maybe at this point of the movie, Ben is, Kylo Ren is going to be a good guy. And it looks like it's the Falcon versus everybody. And then one by one, all of these other rinky dink ships start poofing in from, you know, light speed, which would be a great moment, but it's just like in my head, exactly what Endgame is. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So I'm super curious about that scene. Yeah. Personally, I feel like at least at the, beginning of this movie at the onset there's going to be three factions and one is obviously the resistance the first order and then we're going to see the the emperor come in and Mm. and he's going to be a completely separate entity you think i feel like like that's going to be the case um and i don't know how that's going to play in with the knights of ren uh for for those that don't know um a like i think it's part of the rise of kylo ren series that's coming out the comic series yeah uh they released uh some info about one of the issues and the the cover art for it okay and it's uh basically it's it's ben young ben um, when he was still a student of Luke and Luke fighting the Knights of Ren. Um, and the story covers Luke taking uh, Ben to in, on a mission to fight them. Right. And Which so, is not what we thought. Not at all what anyone thought. Everyone thought that the Knights of Ren were those students that went with Ben when he left the Academy in Ruins, you know, mm-hmm. the Jedi Academy. And... Um, that is evidently not the case. Evidently, they've been a threat for much longer. Uh, yeah, it's so uh, interesting, you know, because I don't know what other movies... Like, I feel like Star Wars, there's uh, there's very specific things that happen in each of these movies, but then there's, like, so much other things going on in the universe, like how you were like, yeah, maybe it's the dagger from Clone Wars, and oh, look, it's the ship from Mandalorian, and it's like, there's so many things for fans to latch onto and love, like, the extended universe is so rich that... But it, it it gets sprinkled in, especially in the new movies, not nearly as much in the original trilogy, but in these movies, there's it all. Every movie seems to have a shtick that's like completely pulls from the extended universe, like the Knights of Ren thing. Like Luke has that, or whatever. Ray has that. Really, it might be one of my favorite scenes from The Force Awakens when she first touches the lightsaber and she gets thrust into that vision where like everything is flipping on top of itself, and you yeah. hear Yoda's voice, you hear Obi Wan, you see the Knights of Ren with that guy getting stabbed right through the heart, and it's like. There's so many things going on, and we've now watched two movies since then, and we haven't gotten answers. And now it's like, well, are we going to address it? Is that just something that we're kind of 86-ing? Now right. we're getting this comic that's a com- that looks completely different from what it seems like the popular knowledge was on these guys. I feel like there's a lot of things in Star Wars that are always like that. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, what you think you know, you don't know. Yeah, I, I think is is what the the message to be taken from Star Wars is, at least yeah. with Dis- Disney's Star Wars, um, and I guess even in the old Star Wars, you know, like I am your father and all that. Yeah, um, but always Star- in big so, reveals. Yeah, always the big reveal thing, and so like we don't know what's coming is the bottom line, and 
uh, my, I kind of think that there's going to be three factions that end up being part of this movie. And it's, it seems like maybe Ray and Kylo have to go, have to team up in order to do something. Uh, they don't seem to be fighting when they destroy that mask. Um, they don't, no. they they don't seem to be fighting when they're in the throne room together. Mm-hmm. Even um, though they do have their sabers out. Well, Ray does. Kyle oh, he doesn't. doesn't. Oh. No. Um, and so, I mean, and, and, you know, when Finn comes running up screaming Ray, like maybe he's like seeing her take off with Kylo or something, you know, like maybe like she decides to go off and team up with Kylo for whatever reason. Right. And, and that's like what happens. That's how they split up or something like that. Um, I could see that happening. Um, something that to... I think is worth bringing up. Again, yeah. it's a bigger picture thing. It's not like in this specific shot. What is this? Like the C-3PO talk. But yeah. um, the biggest thing with Last Jedi, which by the way, I still can definitely appreciate. It's It's weird. And they took so Uh many takes. But the thing, I think the reason that it was so kind of, not universally, but it had such a weird reception is so many people, there was so much like rumor mill, discussion, talk, excitement, and we talked the hell out of it. So when the movie came out and it's just nothing like we expected, my initial reaction and everybody is to be like, wait a minute, the thing that I thought was going to happen is way cooler. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where, you know, it's especially with Star Wars movies, I feel like that's the case with this like kind of rapid fandom. So, you know, at a certain point, it's I think you're better off to just kind of appreciate it for what it is and go into the movie excited for it, as opposed to like I remember Spencer specifically was like, Ray has to be um, Darth Sidious's kid because of da 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 da. And then the like one of the biggest beats of that movie is you find out Ray is a quote unquote nobody, which by the way, maybe they're even gonna walk back on this movie. But oh, no, I I don't really think so? don't think I don't think they are. I hope they don't. But I mean, she's got her saber back. It, it seems like JJ's just making the movie he thought what he was gonna make after after seven. Yeah, I mean, like I, I have this continued discussion with people where, where people seem to think that JJ wasn't in the room when, when the Last Jedi was getting planned out. Okay, and people seem to think that that you know these movies are thought up as they go, <laughs> like they they didn't think up the story like years ahead of time, you know, and right. it's. It's like they didn't do that. They didn't spend six. Was it six million dollars? Six billion dollars? What was no, it? Six million. Four point two billion on Lucasfilm. <laughs> yeah, they didn't spend four point two billion dollars to to wing it. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like they didn't. They didn't fucking do that. And yeah, it's like yeah. they planned this shit out years in advance. And if you think that that Kathleen Kennedy, uh. J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, and at the time, uh, Colin Trevorrow, uh, weren't sitting in a room together planning all this shit out, then, like, you're fucking stupid. Like, yeah. I, like I, I'm like, totally with you. 
it just seemed like the and last jedi was on top so of that, different of everything on top of that jj produced the last jedi yeah that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's the kicker unfortunately yeah, he produced the, the fucking movie and yeah, like, yeah. if he you know and people are like oh ryan johnson's evil and he took it from he he didn't he didn't do that they yeah. approved it mm-hmm. you know and uh that's like it really I, I can't believe that people are still mad about it you know two years later and you know it's fine if you didn't like it you're allowed to not like a star wars movie because at the end of the day it's a movie yeah you know it's like anything else it's a piece of art and sometimes it's not your taste you know mm-hmm. and that's it but maybe if you didn't like it you'll like this one <laughs> so yeah and it's see i mean I think that the the movie is gonna kind of go in a general direction, again similar to Endgame. That's like a celebration of Star Wars, as opposed to being a very plot heavy thing. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, with Endgame, I was definitely like, this is a celebration of of uh, Marvel, mm-hmm. and. I, I'm sure that there will probably be some of that in in this movie, in Rise of Skywalker, but I I don't feel like that's going to be the whole thing. Obviously, like they're not just going to be like, "Hey, remember this great?" It's not going to be a greatest hits list. Like I felt like at a certain point in Endgame, it was kind of a greatest hits track, you know, mm-hmm. and like when they're just revisiting shit and. Um, I don't feel like they're going to do exactly that with this movie. Yeah. But I, I could be totally wrong. Yeah, I doubt that they're going to, you know, pop into like different specific moments. But I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't want a greatest hits track. I don't think but I that that's going to be the movie. But I don't know. I just do think that it's going to be kind of very... You know, just by the definition, it has to tie up. It's the last movie in this series. It has to tie everything up. So just by the nature of that, we're going to have to deal with some things from the prequels. We're going to have to deal with, you know, getting Lando back. What's he's been up to? You know what I mean? Like we have to pull a lot from previous things instead of just telling a brand new story, progressing the story like something like Last Jedi was. You know what I mean? It, and right. I mean, if you just look at the location throughout the Death Star, we're pulling Emperor Palpatine back. We're on something that looks very similar to old school Endor. We're looking very similar to Jakku and Tatooine. All these kinds of things. The battle droid in the background. Um, Did you have a theory about the ice planet thing? Nothing. You said that you wanted to bring it up. Oh, I mean, I think literally I was just wondering if it was going to be, if it was like an island floating of ice or if it's an actual planet, which I think it's probably a planet. Yeah. What do you think they're going to, like big, big picture, what are they going to do moving forward? Like, do we, obviously this is the last of the Skywalkers, but do you think that like setting up that new character that we were saying looks like the Rocketeer and... You know, like in the end of The Last Jedi when they show the kid with the the rebellion ring and like, you know, kind of bigger picture. Do you think we'll ever get like a, you know, the rumors have been going around like that there might be a Kylo 
new trilogy like do you think that they will leave anything any room to prop up this story or do you think star wars moving forward will be a completely new direction similar to mandalorian yeah well i know that on the on one extreme i know that spencer i know that spencer uh believes that um that that star wars will just be purely disney plus after this uh um that'd be kind of interesting yeah he's he said that i at least according to a tweet i saw him (laughs) post uh so he he believes that star wars is going to be purely disney plus um after after the release of rise of skywalker um especially with the news of of uh Benioff and Wise. Um, so were they booted or did they leave? They uh, they exited the trilogy. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> um, they were booted. Uh, Sounds like and, a... yeah, and uh, the I mean, no one was excited for that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Are you into Game of Thrones, by the way? I'm. I'm not. I'm like slowly reading the book. Oh but, right, 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 right. Uh, so but that aside, that's like one extreme. I think there will still be a movie coming out in a while. You know, yeah, give and it like five years or something. Give it a while. Start with a completely blank slate, somewhere we haven't seen um, characters we don't know, completely unrelated to anything we've seen before, and you know, not not the skywalker saga you know and and so i feel you, like it yeah. i feel like it'd have a chance um i don't do any more of these star wars story movies people obviously they haven't been very well received um and keep doing the disney plus shows because people are super excited for mandalorian i'm super excited it's for it it's gonna be a huge hit they already they're already planning out season two. I think John Favreau's already writing it. Wow. So yeah, uh, I'm really excited. So I I still think that it's going to be fine, big picture. But I mean, of course, it'll always be fine. It's Star Wars, like as evident by exactly something like Solo. I mean, people like to say it was a bomb. It was a completely it was fine, not. if not a you know for blockbuster standards, pretty good. It's just right. because of Star Wars, you expect it to be like a huge, huge thing, and it was just fine. But still, it was fine. So Star Wars yeah. will always be fine. But I am—I don't know. I, there will—I totally agree with you. There will always be a type of Star Wars thing in circulation, whether it's a decade from now or just a couple years. But I don't know if it will really be a. I hope that this movie ties everything up nicely and it just is what it is. And if you want to expand on this specific story, you do it on Disney plus with something like the Obi-Wan series. But I mean, it, it's like Kylo is such an interesting character. This, it feels like there's so many things that they can do with him more, but I also don't know if I want to see it. You know what I mean? In, right. In a movie. I, like I feel like that's the thing with Star Wars is that there's a lot of things that people want explained. And then once they're explained, people are like, why'd you do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I really like having mystery. And if I, if there's something that someone wants explained, I think that 
you know, there's the novelizations and right, the comics right, right. and the video games and all that shit that they can go explore and have those mediums for. And now we have these shows. But, you know, I I'm not really for that being in the movie. I don't really need every single thing explained. I don't I didn't need to have it explained how Han got his blaster, you know. Oh, definitely. But with yeah, I'm I'm with you. It just feels like there's more adventures that they can go on. Exactly. But let's let's explore more adventures. Let's not go deeper into the adventures we've already seen. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm at. Uh Okay, well, if that ends our discussion on Rise of Skywalker, um, I think we should probably move on to Mandalorian. Okay, unless you have anything big on on Skywalker that you didn't get to say. No, just uh, personally, I I I'm still on the opinion that I really don't want them to redeem Kylo and then kill him. Yeah, because um, yeah. that'd be the same thing that we saw with Vader. I either want them to keep him bad the whole time, or if they're gonna kill him, or redeem him and then keep him alive. Don't don't redeem and then kill because we've already seen that. You know, I agree, but I don't know. I mean, these things are supposed to rhyme, aren't they? And it, by everything that we've seen, it looks like there's glimmers of hope with Kylo, but also will. I see a universe where they do kill him. Like he has to sacrifice himself. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, I, who knows? I think it's definitely a fifty-fifty chance uh-huh. uh, on that. I, if we're talking about character deaths, I think he's like a fifty-fifty chance. Um, yeah. I, I don't think they'll kill C three PO. I don't think they're gonna kill. Oh, Leia. the droids will be okay. Oh yeah, dude, the Leia thing. I'm so sad. I'm literally so sad about that. Yeah, who? I, that's probably one of the most interesting. Has nothing. It's all like filmmaking wise, and like how do you deal with something so terrible happening in real life? The passing right. of one of your actors, like flagship, and it seems like they kind of built the show. The first movie was Han's movie. The second movie was Luke's movie. This was supposed to be hers. At least it seems like. No, this was supposed to be hers. Yeah, uh, them- thematically, uh-huh. but uh, obviously that can't happen anymore, and that's unfortunate. Um, but I think that they're dealing with it in an appropriate way. Um, but that's, at least that is at very least high con- up. Oh, yeah, yeah, continuity wise and things like that. But uh, right, <laughs> I mean, it sucks to say, but that's very high up on my list of like curiosities with this movie. Like, how do you yeah. do it? Absolutely. Uh. Um, and then. I don't think Finn will die because he already tried to sacrifice himself and that didn't work out. And I feel like it'd be weird if he sacrificed himself again and then succeeded because I mean, it makes sense as to his character because he's that type of person, but it'd be weird thematically because it'd be like, man, this guy's really just trying to kill himself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I feel like that'd be weird. Uh, Rose, I don't feel like is a big enough character for people to really no, feel affected. Matter, yeah, um, I wonder what she's gonna be up to. Yeah, and uh, so I feel like if they're gonna kill one of the heroes, I feel like it's definitely gonna be Poe. Mm. Um, because he's he's always been kind of the lone wolf, you know. Yeah, I could kind of see that, and also the old or whatever episode seven started with Poe. So maybe you could end with him doing something very heroic. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I could definitely see them doing something like that mm. uh, if they're going to kill one of the heroes. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. That's uh, in case you want to hear my 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 theories yeah. on who's going to die. <laughs> anyway, the Mandalorian. I'm I'm super excited for this. Yep, me too. I I, uh, I was pretty excited. I saw this trailer. I was like, "Fuck!" I am really excited. Yeah. <laughs> and one, uh, well, yeah, definitely me too. But I think like the coolest thing is that it's coming out weekly. What an interesting decision that they made. It's going to oh. stay in the public consciousness like throughout a month and some change. And uh, yeah, I've never been able to. W- watch a show like that part of the reasons why i love 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 football over like uh, the uh, you know i'm a casual basketball fan and like i watch the world series and things like that but the reason why football is so cool is it's like sunday is football and then on monday that's all people talk about on the radio and on videos and espn and it's like a very communal thing like it feels like everybody gets together and watches sunday night football it's just kind of right that's how it is and i've never been into a tv show that came out like that and and the fact that it's that and Star Wars and it's going to kick off the streaming service, I'm really high on it. Some of the other things on Disney Plus, I'm if on, but yeah. Mandalorian looks, I mean, like a hundred percent worth the cover price of Disney Plus just to watch the show. It it looks crazy. I'm I'm a huge fan of certain things that we see in the trailer. First of all, this show looks beautiful. Yeah, like. I don't just the way that it it looks like the cinematography the uh, you know the uh, everything that that makes up the camera work the lighting all yeah. that like it, it it looks beautiful and uh, I love just like that first shot where the ship um, comes out of comes out of uh, light speed and just like yeah slows down come, slows down mm-hmm. and coming coming right towards the camera it looks so cool yeah like uh, and also a lot of things look very practical like one of the second or third shots of the trailer when they're when they're riding around around those giant wildebeest like they kind of look like the sand people maybe they are the sand people but yeah. um, you know it looks really tangible and real as opposed to like I've been rewatching all the Star Wars movies to prep for nine, and yeah. Jesus Christ, did the original the the uh, prequels say what you will? Some of them are better than others, but my God, the effects are out of this world and not in a great way. So it's really cool to see <laughs> that this stuff is a uh, it it looks legit. I mean, also the very very first shot of just the the helmets on the ground like skulls and then you see that oh, foot come in it's so, so cool so cool and like i i have some some opinions about that too like there's a lot of theories going around about why there are stormtroopers here even though yeah. it's five years five years after the war mm-hmm. um i think it'd be really cool if they're st- if they still you know if those troopers don't know the war yeah that'd ended, be awesome because that happens in real life yeah you yeah, know yeah. <laughs> like a war ends and people still fight because they don't know that it ended um or maybe you know we we see that uh sort of mob boss looking figure uh yeah what was his name herner warzog or Some, I'm not sure. I, I might be totally butchering his name <laughs> okay. uh but uh that seems kind of like a mob bossy figure and you know maybe i saw a theory that you know maybe his guys kind of retrofitted their outfits kind of so like maybe some of these hunt bounty hunters kind of just grabbed 
the trooper gear and right. kind of wear it because it's protective. That'd be cool. That would be interesting. I feel like there's a lot of interesting theories going around about this show. Uh, his voice is so cool. Um, oh yeah. Well, the I thing love, of oh, go ahead, go I ahead. just I just love that this show is not about Boba Fett. That this yeah, is an entirely yeah. new cast of characters. Um, yeah, exactly. The thing that's so cool about this is obviously when Disney bought Star Wars, the expectation is, oh my god, yeah, more Star Wars. That's awesome. Like to continue the Skywalker story, and that's right. great and fine. But they also have promised for a long time this, you know. St- Star Wars content that's not of and you know we yeah. we just both kind of threw Solo under the bus we didn't need to see how Han Solo got his blaster it doesn't matter Rogue One I love Rogue One like with my whole entire heart but that's still <laughs> extremely connect. it's connected to the original movies literally by a buffer of like 10 seconds it rolls directly yeah. into um, A New Hope which is fine and a great movie but this is kind of like something that I think we've all been hoping for just like an, an on the ground, gritty, really cool looking, unfamiliar Star Wars story. And and I hope Gr- that it doesn't connect to anything because that'd be it, cool. It just it just looks gritty and disconnected. Exactly. And that looks and it sounds so cool. Yep. You know, everything in Star Wars thus far has been connected to something else. And I I feel like this just is something new yeah and damn that shot of all all those guys frozen carbonite is so cool yeah who we you know we don't think that that's going to be a flash of anybody we know right it's, no yeah. I, I don't think so i don't think so chronologically it, it could not be han because that happens much later on this is between episode er, three and four right er, no 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 uh, this uh no this takes place after episode six Oh so, yeah! Oh, yeah. Okay, this takes place. This takes place after the fall of the empire. Five okay, right, years. Right, right. Five years after episode six. So it's bridging, in theory, when we last saw the the galaxy, and it was free from the tyrannical grips. And then when we see it again, forty years later, it's got the tyrannical grips again. <laughs> so yeah, this is so somehow this bridging is, the gap. This is just interesting, and also you know the voiceover, which is had some of the same lines from the first trailer, but the voiceover, you know, mentions like, uh, how, you know, things aren't great right now because there's no order. Right. It, it's really like the wild West. Cause the, the empire isn't around anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no one keeping order anywhere. Right. Uh, and I feel like that's such an interesting sandbox to play around in. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So I'm just super excited to see what, what favreau and co do yeah i mean everything from from what we understand of the story to the design of it to the like you were saying before the cinematography the choreographing like i mean some of these fights look so cool it's gonna be awesome um do you know it's it's gonna be hour-long episodes i believe so okay wow we pretty much get like a mini star wars movie for like six weeks in a row yeah, man. Wow. 
That's special, dude. This is going to be a, this is a great time to be alive. It's <laughs> it the really holidays. Is dude, and Bill Burr's oh, in it. I know. Did and you... Taika Waititi's The Crazy Droid. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. It looks like a video game or something. I wanted to say that guy who's like shooting with two blasters and then like that one comes off his back that's shooting yeah. as well. It almost looks like a video game. And say what you will, but I, I kind of like the Battlefront games. I just have a lot of fun with them. So... I mean, I'm here for all of it. Yeah, the shot where uh, Mandalorian like fires a wire and then like I think he fires a wire. Maybe he has a jetpack or something, but then he like slings onto a ship is insane. Like there there are so many shots in this trailer where I'm just like, yes, this is what I want to see. It looks and they they have what what's his name Gus from Breaking Bad in the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. fa- it's a testament to Favreau. This guy knows exactly what people. He's just a great filmmaker. I mean, say what you will yeah. about Lion King. I mean, actually, exclude Lion King because this kind of goes against my point. But he kind of knows <laughs> it totally does. He, I don't know. I just feel like he has a his finger on the pulse of what people want. Like if you look at something like Jungle. I don't- I feel like with this movie, with this show, it's also what he wants. You know, he said that A New Hope, I think a new, he said that A New Hope is his favorite. Yeah, I and saw that. It's for these reasons for like, you know, the the gritty cantina and the crazy and creatures sort of thing, and the creatures and all that. And he he wanted to explore that more. Yeah. Um, and I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm definitely. really excited. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm wondering, do you think that this is going to be the launching point to... A Star Wars version of an MCU, like so. Then the next couple shows, or maybe a movie, will have will be featuring a character in this. Or do you think this will really just stand as its own project? You know, honestly, I I still think that Star Wars is going to be Star Wars, and Mm. I think that the shows and the novels and the comics and all and the video games and all that are going to stand on their own apart from the movies. Right. Um, At least, uh, at least with the Skywalker saga the the other things have even canon wise have never really popped up much in the movies besides like small mentions or uh things that like flash in into frame real quick yeah you know uh little easter eggs i guess so i i think that this is going to be the same way um, yeah i'm sure just because they they know how many people see star wars movies and it's easy to confuse the average moviegoer. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, especially when it's a sci-fi movie like this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And honestly, they, they kind of, you know, laid the groundwork to do something like I suggested. Not that I even want to see that, but in um, in Solo. I mean, they clearly, they threw Darth Maul and just for the hell of it, they set up this crime syndicate yeah. and hero's character just because maybe in the future we can expand upon that like under gritty world and by the way solo is a fine it's an enjoyable fine enough movie but um you know because they could have totally in theory i mean something that obi-wan is definitely going to do in whatever projects that he's in in the future is fight darth maul i mean he has to he he's in they do it in the in the cartoon and it's a really cool and and epic scene that's just something they're going to build towards and that's what they wanted to do with the movies, I'm sure. But that would have kind of been its own little miniature MCU. Like Obi-Wan meets up with Darth Maul, who's dealing with young Han Solo. You know what I mean? And that just didn't work. Nobody wanted that. 
So yeah, that- the only the only way I could see that Darth Maul shit coming back is is in that um, Obi Wan series. I which I hope they. I I would love to see that. I mean, it doesn't need to be the big bad. Maybe it's just one episode, and but it can't be like the climax of their relationship because their final fight is in the show, and that's canon. Yeah, in in Rebels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got to be some, you know, and they so they can't like redo that. That'd be weird. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, anyways, that was our discussion about Mandalorian. Yep. We're all super excited about it here. I know that Spencer's excited about it too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also been some news about <laughs> Benioff and Weiss yeah. leaving uh, their trilogy. Yeah, we should touch on that. I mean, I don't know what you think. The most interesting part to me is. Uh, Oh, so is Ryan, Ryan Johnson getting his thing back? Yeah, I don't know. That's what everyone on Twitter seems to think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people on Twitter don't really know anything. Of course not. Um, so Deadline reported, or at least that's where I saw first, uh, that David Benioff and D.B. Weiss were exiting their trilogy. And they said that they're, enth- this is a quote from Deadline, they said that their enthusiasm for Star Wars remains boundless, but regrettably their schedule is full up, which is wait, bullshit. Wait, wait, wait. Full up? F- F-U-L-L? Yeah. Okay, I thought you said full. I'm like, what is going on? Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, if, if anybody in the whole entire world, if you offer them to do a star wars movie they'll, they'll exactly clear their the schedule <laughs> no one is gonna no one gives up star wars is the thing so uh yeah they got fired um and <laughs> i wonder why i wonder what the hell these movies had to no be about one, kathleen kennedy knew that no one was excited for this oh, anymore you think so i think i assume that that's what it was mm-hmm. and and you know, you, they didn't stick. Let's be honest; they didn't stick the landing with Game of Thrones. Yeah. They just didn't. Yeah. And and some people, I think, liked season eight, but a lot of people did not. And you know, when you don't stick the landing, it's kind of hard to justify giving you three gigantic gl- block guaranteed blockbuster movies. Right. You know. Right. So. Yeah, I I mean that's kind of all it is to in my eyes. I I no I don't think that anyone was excited for this anymore. And I mean, I was excited for a new Star Wars trilogy. I want So was I. Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, I I don't yeah. care who's making it. It could be a robot for all I care as long as as long <laughs> as we're getting a whole new story, that's awesome. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe Spencer has a point too. Their stuff will go on Disney Plus, but after we get Mandalorian and maybe a Mandalorian season two and the Obi Wan show. Oh, and we're getting um Cassian. That's the thing. That's yeah, happening. the Cassian Andor series right. with the return of K two S O. Awesome, but you know beyond that, um, there's a movie in the works, and they're not dropping a Star Wars movie on on Disney Plus. Just not going to happen. No. Yeah. It won't happen. No. So interesting. I mean, maybe maybe Ryan Johnson's back. Maybe it's someone that we never thought of. Maybe George Lucas is back. <laughs> That'd be something. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer yeah. for Ryan Johnson's new movie, Knives Out? Oh, it looks so good. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Comes out uh, this Thanksgiving. Yeah. A few weeks here. Super excited. But yeah, I um I would love to have Ryan Johnson back. I love the Last Jedi. So, and I. I like 
I'm excited for Knives Out. Yeah. I really liked Looper. So, you know, I really like him as a director, so I'm definitely here for it. If I don't if think his... they'll give him the reins though. <sighs> yeah, I don't I feel like it'll probably end up being some new people. Um I wouldn't oh. be surprised if John Favreau ends up doing one of them. Oh, John Favreau would be great. What's the thing that we've been kicking around in the group chat? I mean, this is clearly just us, but Oh god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've we've been saying Brad Bird needs to do one of them. Yeah. Can right? We, That's it, what you were talking about? Yeah, of course. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah because Brad Bird did uh I found out that Brad Bird did the foreword of like one of the making of Star Wars books. I think it was like the making of the the uh, one of the Return Either of the f- Jedi. Okay, I think that one. And uh, so clearly, he's some sort of Star Wars fan, or at least knows a lot about it. And um, you know, he's worked with Disney for a really long time, both in Pixar and live action. Yeah, and what a talented uh, guy. Yeah, right. Uh, and he made he made a uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, which, yep. in my opinion, is the best pro- Ghost uh, Mission Impossible movie. It's up there um yeah so i i definitely think that if i i don't know, do you want to do like a theoretical directors for the next three i mean maybe <laughs> my bet's fully with brad bird at this point i mean i'm so into that yeah but there's no way brad bird's gonna direct three of them oh of course of course um i say brad bird does one yeah I don't know. I don't know who I would like to see do it. Do you have any like fully fleshed out ideas? I say Brad Bird does one. I would love that. Uh-huh. Uh, um. Oh God. Can you There's imagine like an some... Edgar Wright Star Wars movie? <laughs> He's sick. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was supposed to do Ant Man. Right, 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 right. And that fell apart. So I don't think he's really. Yeah, maybe he doesn't did. like studio interference stuff yeah i don't, clearly I don't think if you're he's making really... a star wars movie there's going to be a lot of notes being yeah. given to you yeah i don't feel like he's really about about that um so i i doubt he'd be with that um and then uh greta thurnberg you just want to give her one. Oh my god wait that's the <laughs> i met the woman who did greta Lady gerwig greta Dude, i was that's so, so funny that you said her because i was thinking her at that moment that wow. you said her well first but i said greta thurnberg which i'm pretty sure is the social justice girl <laughs> you want to give yeah. her a star wars movie <laughs> yeah. uh no i was i was thinking greta gerwig as you said greta gerwig yeah that's really funny i mean um, she's never done anything big let alone an action movie so i don't well, know why i mean like i mean she's doing little women which is a, a you know different time period and whatnot and yeah. that's i feel like that's gonna be a pretty big movie so i feel like and i don't know i mean ryan johnson did star wars after doing looper which was like a big movie but not like it's an insanely action movie though, huge. you know what i mean yeah so i I don't know. I feel like Greta Gerwig, and this might be my bias because she's also from Sacramento, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I definitely, I would root for her. Yeah. I'd say Brad Bird, Greta Gerwig, and I'm trying to think of one other person. I feel like John Favreau would be, like, safe. 
Oh, you know what? Um, who directed Black Panther? I'd want them oh, to do it. Uh, I, I'd want I'd want Ryan him to Coogler? do it. Ryan Coogler, that'd be sick. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Coogler. Wow. That's that's my choice. That'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, we we didn't talk about this. Oh, well, we did a while ago, but Kevin Feige is somehow involved in in new Star Wars. Oh yeah. So yeah. I mean, Kevin Kevin Feige is producing a Star Wars movie that's coming up. Yeah. So, they said like what in like 2024 or some shit i'm not know. sure i don't remember God, they said a soon. star wars movie they didn't say like a trilogy or anything uh-huh weird so can you imagine they just make one random oh i guess they did with solo <laughs> so yeah I, I don't know man but that that's my three bro i'm with Gre- that i mean greta gerwig brad bird ryan coogler just someone interesting i want someone with a really Dis- distinguishable taste like say what you will about jj his movies are obviously really good but he's he just knows how to make a really good movie but it's not like you see a movie and right. that's like a distinctly jj abrams movie you know what i mean yeah i mean i feel like at this point those three people know how to make good movies. oh definitely you know? definitely yeah i haven't watched much of like ryan coogler's other stuff like he did uh god the the what's it called the, oh, the something did, station he did fruitvale station which is a fruitvale incredibly station. Yeah. heartbreaking but powerful and good that. movie yeah and he did the rocky did sequels creed, creed. Right? he did the creed he did the first one and then he produced the second one and black yeah, panther he, and was, he, black he was panther working too. on yeah because he was working on black panther when creed 2 was happening right yeah but also, I don't. Yeah. I don't think Creed Two is as good, from what I understand. So maybe, That's what I've heard yeah, maybe he just well. really wanted to make Creed, and then whatever, which is probably yeah. how I would act too. Yeah, I'm excited to see Black Panther Two, though. Oh yes, yeah. I like, I like, I like uh, that guy. He also is connected to Sacramento. He went to like Sac State for a little bit, I think. I really? think he played well, football. He's, he's from think- the Bay. At least, but yeah, I know that's not I think Sacramento. he played football at Sac State, really? and then he did his master's at USC. Oh, wow. I did not know he was a USC boy. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. That's cool. R- Ryan Johnson is also a USC boy. Really? Yeah. Wow. USC's just churning them out, I guess. I guess so, man. <laughs> uh, but that's the... <laughs> That's deadline the all the, that's the that's the tea with the star wars setback in, in quotes if you want to call it a setback a lot of people are super happy about it uh however you feel about it um, yeah i mean i was i wasn't i was just excited for a new star wars thing I, I didn't care for the game of thrones guys in any specific way yeah i mean the i was thinking about this and the i feel like the bottom line is that you know we're so far out from these yeah that's still, it it's gonna be radically different people, from whatever they're talking about now yeah people are gonna come and go and whatnot and that's just gonna happen that's kind of the nature of you know pre-production yeah <laughs> and if, it was, so, if this was before social media we would have no idea that these things were happening oh yeah, yeah. we would have no idea uh-huh. we would have no idea until a documentary came out 30 years from now yeah, exactly so yeah mm-hmm. also uh i saw that uh a documentary series is getting added to Disney Plus about um, Imagineering. It's like behind oh the scenes goodness. of Imagineering. Yeah, it's gonna be. Did you see the trailer? No, I haven't watched the trailer, but it looks it. It sounds so interesting. Yeah, so here for it. 
and yeah. then something really funny and nothing to do with Star Wars, obviously, but um, there's a shot of kind of like Joe Rody walking down a hallway with like all these crazy props around him, and really? and Defunctland screen capped it and said, "I hope there's an episode dedicated to." dedicated to how you got all of these earrings and he tagged Joe, Joe Rody, <laughs> and then he responded and said not that I know of but I think I know the guy who needs to produce it and then and then Defunkland was like I was born for this which is so <laughs> funny that's great dude Defunkland's great I love that uh series I mean Jesus that I don't know how how a major like network style Netflix or somebody has not reached out and scoop that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he just started like season three, right? It's like proper shows. Like when that when new episodes come out, it's like I'm watching a new episode of a TV show. Like it's it's just that good. Yeah, I'm really you know because I watch like some pod. I listen to some podcasts. Like I listen to Lore, yeah, and that yeah, got yeah. turned into an Amazon show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, man, when I when I watch that guy. It's gotta like, be like, something, dude. I know. Dude, you gotta, you gotta be on TV or something. Yeah. Kevin Perger, right? That's his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's that dude's, so good. That dude's, that dude's going places. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, I think uh, we'll probably end things off here for now since we are talking about other things not Star Wars related. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Disney Deconstructed Podcast. And if you would like to support our program, you can do that by going on the podcast service that you are currently using and giving us a thumbs up, five stars, uh, two lightsabers, nice. or whatever qualifies as a good rating. And while you're there, make sure to check out the rest of the Deconstructed Podcast Network. And hey, guess what? We are also on Twitter, so feel free to follow us at Lane Calder, at Jake Moody 98 and at Spencer Bennett 7 You can also spread the word by telling a friend about our show and help us grow our small community of Disney fanatics. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you with more Disney news in two weeks' time. Writing and producing for this episode of the Disney Deconstructed Podcast was done by me and my co-host, Jake Moody. Editing was done by Lane Calder. The music for our program was composed by the brilliant Brandon LaBelle. The font for our logo was designed by the immensely talented Edward Pinkaba, and our beautiful faces were drawn by the irreplaceable Sarah Bermudez. Thanks for joining us, and remember that the Force will be with you always.